Good morning. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, where we take a few minutes, share a cup of tea together, and we are hopefully able to gain some encouragement as we look at different scriptures and devotional thoughts. We have a special episode today as we have returning guest host, Joseph, bringing us a cup of joe with joe. Today's podcast is brought to you by Prevail Coffee Roasters Bootlegger Blend. Made locally in Montgomery, Alabama, this blend contains flavors of Hudson cherry, brown sugar, and vanilla. If any single character embodies the duality of the southern thing, it's the bootlegger. It's for the good old boys and girls just making their way the only way they know how. So sit back with your cup of tea, or Joe, and let's relax together for a few minutes as we see where this week's podcast will take us. Good morning. Uh, Welcome to all the Tea Time with Tommy listeners. Uh, This is Joseph Alchoni, student pastor here at Dalry Baptist Church. It is an honor for me to be the guest host today for A Cup of Joe with Joe. Uh, This is just a time where pretty much the same thing as Tommy does, a little bit different, um, except now I would like you to drink some coffee. (laughs) But if you like tea, drink that. Uh, Today, uh, we're going to look at a beautiful text in Scripture and find encouragement from it. Uh, As you probably probably know, uh, coming up uh, this Sunday uh, is Easter Sunday. And uh, for the week, the whole week of Holy Week before Easter, uh, our pastor, Brother Rick, has given the challenge to our congregation to read Hebrews chapter 2 and John 19 every day this week, and then Sunday morning read John 20, um, and to prepare our hearts for worship uh, this Sunday as we celebrate the death and resurrection of Christ. And so I thought um, it would be very helpful for us to go to one of those texts and dissect it a little further to really get the meat out of what it meant that Christ died and what he really accomplished on the cross and the significance of his resurrection because of that. So today we're going to look at Hebrews chapter 2, 14 through 18. And we're going to find encouragement from that. We're going to see that Christ, that he is the destroyer of death, the destroyer of the one who has the power of death, that he delivers us from the fear of death. He is our high priest and he is our sacrifice. Uh, So let's read that together. Uh, Hebrews chapter 2, 14 through 18. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil. And deliver all those who through the fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. For surely it is not angels that he helps, but he helps the offspring of Abraham. Therefore, he had to be made like his brothers in every respect, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted." Man, what a beautiful text of scripture. And we see from the very get-go in verse 14 that it says, Therefore the children share in flesh and blood. Because of that, he himself likewise partook of the same things. We see that Christ our Savior, the Son of God, took on flesh. That he was fully man in all aspects. The only thing that differentiates Christ from us as a human is that he was without sin. He was a man Completely a man, but without a sinful nature like you and me. He partook of all the same things that we partook of as humans. So that he could, uh, through his death on the cross, destroy the enemies of God. 
specifically the devil, is what he focuses on here. That the one who has the power of death, uh, the devil, uh, his power is uh, limited, but he still has power. And it says here that he has the power of death, which means that the, the domain of darkness is his domain. He is the one who deceives. He is the one who is a murderer and a liar and is out to destroy the people of God. And Christ's death, which is ironic, his death was the victory and the defeat of Satan. The death of Christ meant the death of the devil, the death of his power and his reign over the nations. Uh, that's what Christ accomplished. But it wasn't just, his death didn't just accomplish the destruction of Satan, but it accomplished the deliverance of all those through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. We need to remember that apart from Christ, we are all slaves to our sin that we are bondaged and bound to all of our sinful desires, all of our sinful tastes, uh, that that is what we desire and we can't get out of it. There is no freedom in ourselves. But Christ's death, his sacrifice, was a breaking of those chains. It, the fear of death, the fear of that penalty that we deserve, because for the wages of sin is death, that is what we are due because of our sin, he destroys the devil and he delivers us from that fear. He delivers us, delivers us from our slavery to sin. And he makes us slaves of righteousness, slaves to God. We are freed in Christ. And it says in 16, For surely it is not angels that he helps, but he helps the offspring of Abraham. Earlier in chapter 1 of Hebrews, uh, the author of Hebrews really focuses on the superiority of Christ over the angels. That, he, that, was a, that was a false teaching that was going around, and that Christ is far superior. He is in a different class than angels. And he wants to specify here that Christ came to help not the angels, but the offspring of Abraham. And that is the people of faith. That is all who have <clears throat> saving faith in Christ. That is who he has come to help. He has not come to help the angels because the angels are not the ones that are in subjection to the devil and to sin, but we are the ones who are in need of that. He came for humans, and so he became a human so that he could be a sacrifice on our behalf. But it wasn't just so he'd be a sacrifice, but it, would, it was also that he would be our high priest. In 17, it says, Therefore he had to be made like his brothers in every respect, we talked about that in verse 14, but it says, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God. I think oftentimes as Christians, we don't think that, because we're so far from the old covenant laws, we don't think that we need a high priest often. We think that we don't need a mediator. We think that that's something that was old old news. We don't do that stuff anymore. We don't need priests or anything like that. Um, that Christ's death meant that there was no longer a need for priests or that's just, that's just the old ways of doing things. But we need to recognize that all people need priests. That we need a high priest, one who is to go as the bridge between us and the Father. Because we do not have access to the Father because of our sin. Uh, Adam and Eve in the garden were priest-like figures who had perfect communion with God in the, the heavenly garden of Eden, the place where heaven and earth met. But their sin broke that fellowship, and they fell into sin, and their priestly service was destroyed. So we need a new high priest, one who is perfect and merciful and faithful to God. And that's who Jesus is. He is our high priest even today. And he displayed his high priestly service ultimately and the propitiations that he made for the sins of the people, as it says in verse 17. Propitiation is just a theological word that means atonement or satisfaction of the wrath of God. You see, 
We all deserve God's wrath, which is his hatred of sin. We des- that's what we deserve, his justice. And it, because God is good and God is holy, he must punish sin. So God made a way through sacrifice, through death, of a, of a substitute that we could have uh, forgiveness and grace and love, although we deserve justice and wrath. And Christ, our high priest, was the one who made that sacrifice. The high priest was the one that made the sacrifice on behalf of the people. And Christ made that sacrifice of a spotless lamb. And that spotless lamb was himself. So Christ operates as our high priest who mediates for us and uh, makes sacrifice for us. And he also is the sacrifice itself who covers our sin and satisfies God's justice and wrath. And the beautiful thing about the humanity of Christ is seen in the last verse. Obviously, everything we've talked about is so beautiful. But today we have to ask ourselves, is Christ still my mediator today? He did uh, show that he was the mediator by being the high priest who made the sacrifice. He was fully human on our behalf so that he could die in our place as our substitute. But we see that he didn't just, he's not just the high priest for then, uh, but he's also our high priest even now in heaven. In verse 18, it says, For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Christ, our high priest, was fully human. And when I said that he partook of all things like we did except for sin, I meant that, including temptation. He was tempted in all aspects of life like we are. And you can imagine, think of even the dark thoughts that you think and the dark uh, brokenness of this world that you've experienced and temptations that have come your way. Christ experienced those things but never partook of those things. And it was all suffering. And the ultimate suffering was through his death. As people mocked him and, and beat him and tortured him, temptation was coming his way left and right, but he still persevered and remained spotless. And because of that, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Brothers and sisters who are listening, we are tempted daily by this world, by our own sinful flesh, by this devil who is out to kill us, by the world. All of these things that are enemies, but we have the promise that Christ defeated those things through his death. And because he suffered through those things, but remained steadfast, he is the only one as our high priest who is able to offer strength to us who are in need when we are tempted. So when you are tempted today and this week, and as you reflect on the death of Christ, remember that you have a high priest now who is able to help you through your sinful struggles, God. And, and, he, and he desires to do so. So when you are facing temptation, what should your response be? Don't rely on your own strength, but call on the help of the one who offers help freely to all the people of Abraham, the people of faith. So we're con- going to conclude here today with this. Christ, he is our high priest who made propitiation for our sins He is the one who, through his death, destroyed the power of the devil, the power of death, and who delivers us. And because of our deliverance, we have deliverance even the day from our sin, that he offers help to us in our time of need. So call upon him, and he will be there. He is merciful, and he is faithful to God, and he'll be merciful and faithful to you. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's podcast. What a truly beautiful and encouraging passage from Hebrews 2. As we look towards Easter Sunday, may you be encouraged to dig into God's word this week and be reminded of what Christ accomplished on the cross. Through his death and resurrection, we are set free from the bondage of sin. Ephesians 2 reminds us that not only were we slaves to sin, but also dead in our sins. But God. 
being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ, our sacrifice, our high priest, and our deliverer. We look forward to spending time with you next week, but until then, may your cup overflow with his blessings.